1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals, where we find out how they do what they do, so you can too. Or not, after all, it is your life. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ade here. Welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. Guys, I don't know if you know, but we're officially two years old. Jeez, we've learned a lot of lessons and we would love to share that with you. But speaking of lessons and sharing, today's episode Is with Rob Campbell. Now, Rob Campbell is a HR recruiter for software engineers, and at the time of recording, he worked for Google, and I believe now he works for Facebook. Rob is a great guy, and he shares his story on how he got into recruitment, best pieces of advice, resources on becoming a recruiter like him and he flipped it giving us best piece of advice on how to ensure recruiters like him find you and can help you out on your career path so guys this is just a great episode full stop of understanding how to position oneself for professional success anyway guys as always please do give us any feedback please do review do share do comment on the podcast wherever you're listening to this on Be it our YouTube channel, be it our website, or be it on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, because it really helps. You guys are the best. We'll speak to you on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. As you already know, I hope you already know, it's all about featuring young UK black professionals, where we try and find out how they do what it is they do. So guess what? You can too. So it's all about the resources, the tools, the best bits of advice on how to get into a profession. And today, we've got a special episode. Ain't that right, Rob? It's exactly that. Exactly that. (laughs) Rob, please tell the listeners, my peoples, who you are, what you're doing, we just chop it up from there.
0: Okay, brilliant. All right. So my name's uh, Rob Campbell. Um, I'm a a technical source. I work uh, for Google currently, been there for four years. Uh, I've been in the recruitment industry for six years. Um, you know, what, what I'm passionate about is, is diversity and, you know, getting people who look like myself into things like coding. You know, that's the thing that drives me and gets me going, you know, so that's, that's a little bit about me. So technical recruiter. Yeah. All right, what does that mean? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. There's a lot of, like, acronyms that are thrown around in the industry, but what a technical recruiter essentially does is they will find the best technical talent out there for a specific company, you know. So if you're working in an agency, that could mean you working for a variety of companies. But if you work in-house, like what I do for Google, it just means for specific projects within the company. So it's essentially that, you know, so that's a mixture of working with, uh, with clients to actually work out what they want and then go into the market to find the best candidates out there for those jobs. Okay, So that's it broken down. So
1: do you headhunt? Yes, yes, I'm a headhunter. Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's the perfect term to describe it. Perfect okay. term. So how do you do that? Because, I mean, you've been doing this for six years, right? So yeah. before we get into almost the rungs and how yeah. entries, but I'm just curious, how how'd you headhunt?
0: Yeah, so there are a variety of tools out there that allow recruiters to do this. So the most obvious one, and I think most people who are listening to this will be on this, is LinkedIn and if you 're not on it, guys, you should be on <laughs> <laughs> that 's a great tip, definitely go on LinkedIn, please do um, so yeah, so LinkedIn has five hundred million profiles on there, so it has everything from you know, salespeople through to software engineers, which is what I look for, through to recruiters like me, you know so everyone most people will be on there you know right. so thats that is our bread and butter as a
1: recruiter where we find most of our people okay, yeah, cool, and then I, I assume once you assume or once you found someone then you approach them and just ask, gauge their interest and whether or not they want yeah, to work yeah. for so, said yeah. company.
0: So it's exactly that. So I think a big part of what a recruiter does is research. Okay. You know, so you're going to research this person's background. You won't just be looking at you know their LinkedIn profile, as well as that, you'll be looking at things which they have online. You know? So it might be like a GitHub profile, which is an open source project repository, where this person may or may not be contributing code to that project. So you can have a look at the things that they're doing in their spare time to gauge as to whether they're a good candidate or not. So a lot of what I do is research.
1: So we're researchers, if you were to nittle it down to the nitty gritty. That's interesting in and of itself, because a lot of the times you would just assume that what's on one's resume is... The qualification or the qualifier. But actually what you're saying is you look outside of what's just on the paper. Definitely. To see whether or not that person is a good
0: candidate, a good fit. I agree. I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think, you know, degree can tell you certain things. Qualifications can tell you certain things. But what you want to gauge is as to whether a candidate is a good fit for that company. And so, for instance, you know, at Google, we're looking for the best of the best. And often it's hard to distinguish between the best of the best through just... A degree yeah no, so it's, it's more to do with the things they do outside in my opinion you know which is why i always encourage people who i speak to especially kids trying to get into the industry that they should be doing things in their spare time because it's not just about the university that you went to or the degree that you took you know i've seen people who are they do wild things like social social sciences in right. their degree but then they go on to do computer science in their spare time and then they've got degrees with great companies so it's possible you know it's not just about your degree
1: no no i hear that okay fair enough so question was this always a dream like <laughs> i mean <laughs> little rob <laughs> waking <laughs> up one time in, so in, yeah two years me. old dreaming of being a recruiter <laughs> yeah <laughs> surely no what so what was your dream like and how how did we let's try and join the dutch how did we end up yeah. in recruitment so trust so, me no one your background chooses this industry <laughs> and if they tell you that, I know they're alive.
0: <laughs> this industry um, is a great industry. You know, you're, you're at the forefront of technology. You're helping to build some of the best companies out there. But I tell you now, no one chooses this. So what I wanted to do when I was younger was to be in politics, okay. trade unions. You know, I wanted, to, I wanted to change the world. Right. And it didn't work out like that, you know. So like just to give you a little bit of my background, you know, I wrote a degree in history. In my summers, I was actually like a scaffolder. Okay. Which is crazy. So I was working on in construction on the building site just to make some money in London. In London. Okay. In London. Yeah. Which is nice in the summer. Yeah. Not so nice <laughs> in the winter. I tell you that. Yeah. And then after my degree, like I was thinking, you know, I wrote my history degree. I wanted to, you know, to make a difference to people's lives. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do my internships unpaid. I'm paying for myself through construction. You know, so I'm gonna I'm mm. gonna make my way into the industry. Right. But you know, it, it never is like that easy. You know, which is which is the way it is. It's not unfortunate. It's just the way it is. Good life, so, right? That's exactly it. You know, so. I got a break in, uh, in recruitment for an agency called Hanover Recruitment, you know, and they were, they were amazing, little boutique agency. They taught me literally everything I know. And it's where I, I learned that you don't have to, you know, do what is prescribed for you. Do you, know, yeah. do you know what I mean? You can carve your own role and carve your own ways of making an impact in other ways. And I saw recruitment as my way of doing that, which right. is by helping people get jobs and get into the industry who wouldn't traditionally be able to do so, you know. So that's my thing.
1: Interesting. So yeah. hold up, history degree. First and foremost, what? Yeah. why? Um, <laughs> <Yeah, like> why? <what? laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what people always say that, and people always say you're a black that, black brother? Why do you yeah. want to go back to the past? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Like that's people always say that. They're always like, "What? Yeah. You studied history? Are you sure?" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, like I love it. Like I absolutely think that you can't understand like the present or the future without you know understanding the past." You know, I know it sounds cliched. no but I know where you coming from, but it's true. You know, um, I love the fact that you know we can. We can delve into the past now in ways that we haven't done before. It's so accessible to everyone. Mm. You know, we've got the internet. You know, we've got access to political documentations that 25 years ago, you know, were classified. You know, so yeah. this is the things that are at our disposal. And you know, what history has shown me is that you know you can find out what you want,
1: and it's at it's at, it's at your fingertips. You know, so. And what do you do with that though? Like, okay, knowingly knowing, I understand, is your route. So is it in the hope not to actually repeat the same mistake sort of thing or or is it just a fascination of like
0: Yeah, 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 no, I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying, I know you're trying to like to delve in. Um I think I think it is so that you can learn like from the mistakes of the the past. Right. Because like for instance, I mean if you look at all of the crazy stuff that has happened over the past few years in, in politics, you know, whether you agree with it or not, we're seeing the, the UK leave, the European Union, yeah. we've seen Donald Trump rise to the yeah. forefront of the most powerful office in the world yeah. again whether you agree with it or not you know we've seen things like this happen in the past and this has to do with like, xenophobia in my opinion it's to right. do with fear of the other so it's about that you know if you can learn about the past you can make better decisions in the present so like it might i didn't vote for brexit you know but maybe people if they knew about the things that happened in the past Maybe they may have chosen to make different decisions, you know. So this is the kind of thing, I mean, it can be applied to anything in your life. No, uh, I hear that. So if
1: I'm doing that and enjoying it, I hope. I mean, what uni did you go to? Just happened to? Um, I went to Goldsmiths. Goldsmiths, you know, okay. Goldsmith, South ah, London. South now, London. So, <laughs> South. <laughs> 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 South. Awesome. And then uh, during like the, I guess, summer holidays or whenever you had breaks or even maybe throughout, you were working in construction sites. Right? Exactly that exactly that. so what was your mindset insofar as like all of a sudden then you go to this boutique recruitment agency i mean there's a bit of a gap here yeah, how did yeah. that happen what between university and agency? university doing construction yeah, so i yeah. can understand that but then all of a sudden you find yourself in this boutique yeah, yeah recruitment agency yeah how yeah so um to be honest with you
0: again it was just kind of like chance you know okay. i was applying for so many different jobs I was supposed to, I thought, go into like, politics or something, but that wasn't happening. Right. So you have to try to do some kind of graduate job. And I think at the time, it was when like austerity happened. Right, recession. The recession, you yeah. know, so it was difficult. So you just needed,
1: you wanted any job?
0: I needed anything, that's right, the truth. Gotcha. Like, I just needed to get on the ladder. Okay. So recruitment seemed like a good career. You know, the people who I was working with were smart, they were bright at what they did. And I saw myself you know, carving you know, a path this way.
1: Okay, so, yeah. you, oh, so you knew people like in um, recruitment prior?
0: No, no, so I didn't actually, but you know, like when you go to interviews. Okay, then you, you, felt, you yeah, felt the yeah. atmosphere whilst you Yeah, you're you can gauge how people are, but just by speaking to them. You know, and that's another thing that I really, really like. I like interacting with people. So recruitment mm. like, ticked that box, if that makes
1: sense. No, 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 it definitely does. Because I think, from my perspective anyway, it's more a case of you're going down one route with the hope or intention to go into politics, right? But, you know, just being on construction is obviously paying a bit of, you know, bread, a bit of cheese, a bit of uh, whatever <laughs> you want in that definitely. garage, the Jaguar, I see you. <laughs> I see you, Jeep. I'm that's it, that, that out here, Tom Ford suits. Uh, <laughs> I definitely wasn't
0: wearing that then, that's for
1: sure. <laughs> but you were like, oh, damn it, okay, austerity, recession, I just need to actually get a graduate job for one of a better term, right? And you don't think construction was was that for you? So you applied, just put out your C V out there and recruitment seemed to be a path. Definitely, definitely, hundred percent. Because you liked interacting with people and you thought, okay, let me see, I'm sure I can do this job. Yeah, it was it was exactly that. Okay. You know, and
0: I think that it's it's a very difficult profession, you know. I'm not even gonna try and, you know, sugarcoat it. Yeah, recruitment is, is tough. Yeah. So I mean what my job essentially was back then was to you had to develop like business. Um, So you have to bring in business to the company. So by, you know, speaking to organizations who are looking for a certain skill set and you have to show them that you're able to go to market to find that skill set. So that's the business development side. But then there's also the sourcing part, which is to go to market and find candidates who would be a good fit for those roles that you've just brought in. You know, so there's two sides to the job and it's what you learn from doing this job is about things like time management, which I Still struggle with now, but, you know, you have to, like, you have to do this, you know. Um, The other things that you learn is about working out how to win people over. Right. Because most of these companies can deal with any agency out there. And there is a ton of agencies, trust me, all doing the same thing that you're doing. Um, So it's difficult in that regard. And I think as well, it's like, it's a job where what you put in is what you get out. Right okay you know so there is opportunities to like earn a, a lot of money in recruitment but you know it's about having that drive and motivation to push yourself you know because what you run essentially is your own desk yeah. so your bosses will be there to guide you but you know you have to push yourself you know i was lucky that i worked in like a really cool agency with great people who i actually some of them i work with now at google so yeah they were a top agency and like my manager you know I'll mention him now so thomas lennon he was like fantastic he kind of guided me on how i could fit into the industry if you know what I mean because this wasn't something that I was used to going from things like construction into like an office is is difficult you know and as well as that
1: you know it's just just a tough adjustment you know so he helped me make that adjustment. Recruitment because as you rightly said I mean there's a plethora and it's quite a saturated market so is it in one's benefit to be quite niche within it within recruitment because you specifically do technical that's right, you know, yeah hence your passion, especially it comes to coding and sourcing, and hence you work for one of i guess the most renowned tech giant firms google what what are they i mean what do you, what would you describe google
0: as um, i think I think they are like probably the most innovative like tech company out there okay they are tech true, company. Yeah, yeah they're a tech company definitely you know their mission is to is to, you know, make the the world's data accessible to to everyone, you know, which is like an amazing ethos. Because very few companies, I imagine, have an ethos like that. You know, on the most part, it is about
1: profitability. But I think Google is a little bit more than that, you know. So let's talk about if it's okay, because you said your passion really and truly is to try and ensure people who look like us, who speak like us, who come from the same background, have opportunities, have opportunities at... Such companies like Google, Facebook, whatever, right? So, the question I almost want to ask you then is what is the best piece of advice to give people like us to have these opportunities or to take full advantage of them? Does that make sense as a question? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay.
0: That's, a, that's a great question. Um, I think for me, it's about seeing these organizations, all of these top companies, as accessible. You okay. know, there are people that look like us there, and, you know, these companies are willing to hire people who look like us, you know? I think like the sad thing is, is that when you speak to a lot of engineers who are from maybe certain backgrounds, and not just black, but, you know, minority ethnic, or also, you know, female engineers as well, and yeah. um, people who are disabled, you know, there is sometimes, I suppose, a stigma about applying for companies. I think that's just the first step, you know, just apply. You know, you never know. I think the best way how you can get into the industry is not just about having a degree in the field that you want to go into. And I'm not just talking about computer science. It could be anything. It could be marketing. It could be sales. You know, think about how you can make yourself attractive to companies like this by doing the stuff in your spare time. So, like, some of the best coders out there will be doing things like coding competitions. You know, they'll be doing things like open source work and building amazing things with developers all over the world without even being recognized by companies. Some of the best developers out there would have started coding when they were 12 by just messing around in their spare time. Yeah. You know, these are the kind of things that you can do, and it's not just about like, a degree, and that's one of the things that I want to make clear. Yeah. You, know, you can make yourself really attractive.
1: No, I mean, I, get, I, I absolutely get that, and I, and I believe in that ethos, but I'm just wondering, is there any like, specific like, platforms that companies such as, you know, that you work for and look at? Because you mentioned GitHub earlier on. I'm not familiar with GitHub, but I assume, well, I'm hoping maybe those who are coders who maybe, is that a common thing? Is that a common platform? Yeah, so I can't really like, comment on what like,
0: specific companies do, and even I can't really comment on what Google does in regards to looking for candidates. It's right. the truth. However, what I can say is that you know, GitHub is it's essentially like a, a platform which is for coders all over the world, so regardless of where they are, to contribute to projects in parallel with each other essentially so it could be anything it could be like a um, someone's c uh, spare time project which they're building like a game you know and then someone from russia could be working on that and contributing code to this and then also someone from from london uh hack me you know so this is this is essentially what that is and i think the cool thing about this is that it is accessible to everyone in the world so if you're a, a engineer or a recruiter you will get noticed if you're building something which is which is of interest to them you know so bear
1: that in mind Okay, fair enough. Okay, so let's flip the tables again and go back into recruitment, if that's cool. So if I was listening, I'd be like, you know what, Rob, yeah, he's the one, you know. He's, <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can I myself then, what do I need to know personally where I can be like, I actually am or could be a very good recruiter? Yeah, yeah. And A, can I, do I need to be in an agency? Do I need to be in-house? Do Or can I just be a headhunter myself? Yeah.
0: Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com.
1: Like, yeah, they're, good questions. they're different, different paths. They are, right? yeah, so yeah, yeah. What do I need to see in myself to know that I can do this job?
0: Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Andy. Great question. So, just to obviously to make clear so, my job is quite a small part of the recruitment cycle. Right. You know, so, I'm a saucer, a headhunter. So, that means I have to go out to market and find the candidates. So, there's ways that you can learn these skills. And they're accessible to everyone. Okay. So there's a couple of blogs that I used to read when I was coming up in recruitment. So there was one called uh, SourceCon. Source. SourceCon. So SourceCon. Yes.
1: Guys, anything we talk about, as you know, I did my best to put in a show notes. Yeah. So we'll get this down for you. Amazing. Yes,
0: yeah, so SourceCon um, is one. There's another one called Boolean Black Belt, um, which is another blog. You know. So what this essentially is, is updates and posts from some of the best sources in the industry. Who have written about how to find the best candidates. Amazing. You know, so like an example of that is you know how to search on LinkedIn using Boolean logic. You know, so Boolean logic is essentially like it's an engineering term, but this same term can be applied to search engines, which right. allows you to leverage it to find the information that you want by removing and putting in information. That's essentially what it is broken down. So you can teach yourself these principles right. quite easily. I mean, you could teach yourself that in the afternoon. Um, you were talking about, you know, as well as like, the different routes and how to get into each, you know. So, like, in full cycle recruitment, which is the business development part, you know, if you're someone who is driven, if you're someone who is, you know, really able to speak to people, you know, and I don't mean you have to be ext- like, extroverted and, you know, jumping around the room and, you yeah. know what I mean, like, all bubbly. That You don't have to be like that. But you can be introverted but be someone who is quite personable and able to, to talk to people and understand people. You know, if you have that skill as well, that would be perfect. As well as that, you also have to be someone who's quite... um that's quite curious, you know, okay. because you want to know what the, the best technologies are out there, what the best companies are, you know, doing this or X, Y or Z. You know, you want to know who the best engineers are out there. You know, that's what you need. That's the kind of skills that you need to have. I think as well as that, like if you were to be doing like full cycle, you know, you have to be a mixture of all of those. And a lot of agencies now will expect that skill set. I think in-house roles are probably, they can be hard to come by right, because yeah. they expect you to have, that agency experience to being used to working in an environment which is driven which is tough you know um so that's probably to to be honest
1: and to be transparent that is what a lot of in-house jobs will expect yeah so from an in-house perspective agency side experience is often the route in it can right. be that's not all that's yeah, but you know what you can't say yeah. categorically because as in you guys you always know that this is just advice as well and it's you know based off one subject as opposed to necessarily the rule so it's always an,
0: yeah I can only speak for myself yeah. and I'm not speaking for any companies of or any specific uh, organizations but like you can get into in-house in a loads of different ways you can go through HR and what I mean by that is by, like, human resources jobs, you right. know, so you can do a human resources job and then go into recruitment, maybe. But the people who I've seen going to in-house has been through agency recruitment, you know, because of the, the skills and, I suppose, learnings that you get from doing and working in that environment.
1: Question, are you, are you happy? You're yeah, very, yeah. very as much so. When yeah. I say happy, and you, you know, regrets insofar as the root, because you're not a politician <laughs> anymore, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's quite apparent, it's very palpable that you're phenomenal at your job, and you know, you definitely have an eye on the industry, particularly the tech and the coding industry, and what makes a great candidate. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, what what are the challenges? I guess, and yeah, what yeah. Are the
0: Yeah, I think you know, to go back, like, I am, I'm, I'm happy. Like, yeah. I, I can. Say that what I've been given in my life, like, is a blessing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've worked for the best company in the world for the past four years, as well as that like, I've worked for another company, TripAdvisor. You know, I've worked for one of the best agencies out there. I- I've been very lucky to work with some of the people that I've worked with. So I'm very fortunate in that regard. So I've got no regrets. Mm. You know, um, I mean, there are things which are which are tough sometimes. I think recruitment can be one of those industries which you will have really, really bad times where nothing goes right. You what, know does, what, that, I mean? what does that mean what does yeah, that like yeah, so like because yeah. it's a sales role essentially okay you know sales is not easy um and i think the hardest type of sales is when you're selling people which yes. is this sounds quite dodgy but like <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> especially with the audience but um you know what, you know yeah. what i mean yeah so I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know you have to be able to ride the tough and the good times that's what i mean you know so you'll have times when none of your candidates are willing to take jobs or You know, they're not, you know, playing ball and don't want to speak to you. But you have to know that, Okay, cool. If I maintain a relationship with this person, you know, when they're ready and when their time is right, they'll come back to me because I've kept a good relationship with them, you know. So, you know, you have to be quite resilient, I'd say. Um, And I've learned that over the years. So that's probably like the toughest thing about recruitment is you have to be like quite a strong minded person. You know, it isn't for the faint hearted. And I'm not just saying that to be cliched.
1: No, no, I get that. I've had a, I've had a plethora of bad experiences, actually, with recruiters, if I'm going to be oh, yeah? candid with you. Yeah. Because I just don't think I do well in, like... <laughs> what are they like? What were they like? Okay, so I had one in particular who was trying to push me for a couple of roles. And I was just like, it doesn't sound for me. It doesn't sound right for me. I don't think he actually understood my okay. desires and where I want to go to. Okay. And uh, she ended up, I won't name a shame, but she ended up telling me that I won't be anybody in this industry, that I'm absolutely useless, that, 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 that because I didn't want to be pushed into the role she wanted to uh, yeah. you know, make me apply for. And I thought to myself, surely that's not the attitude, especially if you want me on your side, but then we've got to flip it around as well. I am money to her. I understand. Do you know? Yeah. So I need her to be on my side because she's the one that can open potential good job roles for me or good doors but it was just such a bad experience that, yeah, you know I ended up obviously not working with her I understand and I but you see that dy- dy- that dynamic it's I think like it's tough it's, though isn't it yeah. yeah Yeah. it's to and fro it's like from a recruiter's perspective you do want great candidates on your book right but also from a candidate perspective you also want great recruiters in your book no, I agree now is there a I don't know, is there a rule of thumb on how many recruiters you should have or agencies representing you? No, 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 do you know what? Like, to be honest, I think
0: you should be looking to have work with recruiters who provide the good candidate experience, you know, who, you know, the, you want to work with. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's a quite important thing in your life, isn't it? Like, to right. get a job, Yeah. you know? So you want to make sure that you trust that person. What I'd also say, like, I mean, it, I probably wouldn't have said this if I didn't have the recruitment experience, but, you know, that, that lady, whoever she is, must have, you know, must have, been going for a tough time in work, and there's probably reasons why she was probably too pushy, right. you know. So she she may not be actually like that, you know. So I, I can kind of understand from that perspective. But I think what she needs to get, obviously, is that you know this is a big time for you, and it's like whether you want to change job will be dependent a like, big part on how she treats you. Yeah, 100%. and I wouldn't want to make you want to leave would it. So so I think that there is no golden rule as to how many recruits you should deal with, or you know what agencies. You know, I would never like point out at specific companies or say that you shouldn't deal with certain people. But however, I would say, you know, it depends on the
1: relationship that you have with them. You know, that's what I think. Okay. So we've spoken about some tools. We've spoken about the resources and blogs you use. Spoken about the sort of personality types, which is great. Is there anything specific, like, from a recruitment perspective that we've overlooked and we haven't given, or we haven't spoken or told the audience about? I think,
0: like, um, one of the things that I wanted to, to talk about is about, it's about learning. Okay. You know, one of the things that I've tried to do when I've learned something is to try to share that with other people, so that they can, you know, take advantage of that and hopefully recreate the the blessings that I've had. You know, it's the truth. You know, so, you know, that that's I've done that with things like um, the knowledge that I know when it comes to getting into coding. Okay. Um, I've also tried to to share my learnings of the recruitment industry with people, so that they can have a good experience as well. Because I've had a great experience. You know, I've got no regrets, and I think that hopefully the people who are listening with whatever field you're going into and whatever you do, I think it's important to share that with, with younger people. Right. You know, so whether that be... Send that left back down, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I think that's one of the things that we don't do very well mm. in our communities is the truth. Like some of us will, will get there and make it. And I don't think it's intentional because sometimes you have to work so hard that you sometimes forget the people who are back there who are struggling, right? Yeah. So I think it's about sharing that knowledge. And that's one of the things that like I've tried to do in recruitment. And fortunately, I've been able to do that because I deal with so many people. And I'm always in contact with so many people from secondary schools or from in uni right now who are trying to think about how to get into the industry. You know, yeah. so I've been lucky that naturally
1: my job allows me to do that. But I think we should be trying to carve out ways of doing that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, to do it more as a system and a process as opposed to an individual effort. How do we do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think like, you know, we've all got, you know, brothers or sisters and we all know people who are who are young people, I imagine. You know, and I think even if you don't, there's no reason why we can't be going into schools and talking to kids when they're young. Like, because, you know, I saw a really interesting statistic, um, I think it was last week in The Guardian, talking about how there's more more people, more black people in our prisons in the UK than there are studying in top universities, like as a percentage of the population, which is absolutely ridiculous. And I think a lot of that is down to the role models that we have out there. You know, so, you know, all of us who are listening to this podcast and the people who have spoken, you know, whether we like it or not, we're role models, right? So we should be taking it upon ourselves to go to schools and go to youth centres and clubs to actually speak to kids, you know, to say, okay, cool, this is what people who who are working at these companies look like, Yeah. you know? I, I speak no differently to, you know, to the kids who are, or have had not the similar backgrounds to the people who are in these schools, you know, who may choose to go down different paths. Yeah. But I've been fortunate enough to have what I've had in my life that, you know, I've had a really successful career so far. Um, so, you know, we should be looking to share that with,
1: with kids in schools. Background plays an important part though, your environment. I agree. Yeah, so, I mean, we haven't really touched upon it, but if you don't mind, like, what, is, what was growing up and like, what's your background, your environment?
0: Yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, I don't obviously want to go into too much details, yeah, but like, sure. um, you know, I was, I was lucky that I had a, a six, like an older brother and sister who, were, who grew to be quite successful. So, you know, myself and my twin brother, so I have a twin, we were really lucky that we had like two role models there, as well as a mum who grafted and tried to give us everything, do you know what I mean? So she never did like crazy, like exotic jobs, do you know what I mean? But she did things like a cleaner, she was a dinner lady, but she worked so hard and she instilled in us, all four of us, like a good work ethic Mm. and I think, you know, my background. We didn't have much growing up, you know, but we had more than most people is the truth. Right. However, I was lucky that I had like great role models yeah. and I think I can put a lot of what I've achieved so far, which isn't that much, you know, but I'm still moving, still trying to Hey man, there's a lot
1: and you're still moving, moving forward. forward. For still sure. moving forward, but I was lucky that I had like great role models is the yeah. truth. Yeah. Where did you grow up and live? I yeah, mean, so London, so like uh, North London. North London, where specifically? Uh, so Camden, actually, Camden is it? Yeah. Mm, I was gonna say I saw it's North West or something <laughs> like go that. <laughs> uh, no, um. Okay, well, anyone listening from Camden, Rob's your peoples. That's it. Yeah. Okay. No, it's interesting because work ethic is definitely important, especially if you want to sustain and continue upward trajectory. I agree. Right. So, I feel like there isn't anything that I've overlooked to ask you. Is there from a recruitment perspective, or anything that you want to? Um, to be honest with you, like, to be honest with you, not really.
0: You know, okay. I think what you need to do is to, is to take your career in your own hands. Okay. I think like what you spoke about earlier about like, recruiters and being pushy, I think you need to be the one like, driving those relationships. You need to know what you want to ascertain from those relationships. Even if you don't know where you're going to end up in your career, which I never did, but know, have a rough idea of the kind of things that you want to achieve. You know, so for me, that was about trying to make a difference for people around me. And I've done that for recruitment by leveraging that, you know, so despite the fact I never did what I wanted
1: to do, I've done it through that. So have a rough idea of where you want to go, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So what is the ultimate, I guess? What's the rungs? Because I see a lot of recruitment agencies tend to be boutiques. They tend to be very small in numbers, maybe f- from three to 10 staff max, right? And they specialize in a specific industry. Yeah, yeah. Is that your next steps? Is that what What does that look like? What well, for me? Yeah. Um, What's <laughs> the Campbell. <candle>? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're you're trying to recruit me at yeah, it. Yeah. um <laughs> I try to help a brother out. And if there's potentially anyone listening that can as well, I mean, That's why it. not? We could, no, yeah. you know,
0: yeah. raise that tide together. Definitely, definitely. So for me, um, you know, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So I imagine I'm going to continue to do this for quite a few more years. You know, I think there's definitely more value that I can I can add within this. You know, I hope to do more stuff in. Like my spare time, so I had to do more. Like the stuff that I was speaking about earlier. You know, it's hypoc- hypocritical if I'm telling other people to go to schools and stuff like that, and I'm yeah. not doing it myself. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, to go and do stuff like that. So there was a really cool um, organization called Inspire. Um, I know them. You know them? Yeah, yeah. Inspire.
1: They're, they're
0: <laughs> epic. They're down Woolworth Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. So they, they partnered um, with uh, with Google and also with other companies to you know, to leverage our stuff, to go into schools in Hackney and Camden and Islington and parts of South London as well to talk to, like, primary school kids and to do, like, these really cool branding workshops, like, getting them to do, like, Dragon's Den and stuff. Amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. It's really, really cool. Like, I loved it. Um, So, like, there's stuff out there, like, so
1: go out and and do things like that. And I want to continue to do stuff like that. Okay, amazing. Well, I'm sure you will do. And guys, please do get in touch with Rob. Um, We'll find... I'll tell you exactly how to do that at the end. But, like, with all interviews I do... Conversations we have, I give light fire questions towards the end. But before I do, again, just to make sure there isn't anything that i necessarily overlooked from a recruitment perspective, um, I, I don't,
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. If you read up on the blogs that I've mentioned, and you, you know, you read up on the industry itself, you could probably get a, a rough idea of it. Nice. I think as well as that, connect to me if you'd like on LinkedIn,
1: and feel free to fire questions to me. The ones that I haven't covered. Uh, with Addy you know, yeah certainly guys I mean please do get in touch because Rob is generous and he definitely will answer back alright you ready for some quick fire questions I'm ready are you now <laughs> right. <Hey. Go> on. <laughs> okay apart from recruitment since we now know that's your expertise if you could do a TED talks what would it be in that's a great question um, so you know what I, I would probably do something about like
0: social economics and life chances based on your experiences do you know what I mean? So, like I mentioned, I mentioned earlier about the amount of percentage of our population that goes to prison as opposed to going to elite universities. So, I'd love to like talk about that and how that relates to other industries as well. So, things like the tech industry or you know politics as well. Look at look at our parliament. Mm. And how many of them are black? You know, you have politicians in other parties. You know, I mean, regardless of your political political persuasion, yeah. who don't really represent what we're trying to do. You know, and I'm not just talking about black people, but poor people in general in the UK. So um, I would love to give a tech talk about that, about like life chances and how certain elements of our society is affected by that.
1: Mm, that would be interesting. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I would do. I would do. Um, so you have five pounds, your last five pounds.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, Yes. OK, cool. <laughs> what are you going to be spending that? <laughs> <up>? oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: it would not get me very
0: far. But you know what? I would probably give it to my nieces is the truth. You know, okay. I've got like uh, two little nieces and a nephew. So I'd probably split it between between them. And let them just go crazy with it. Not that they'd buy
1: much for it. Yeah. you know what I mean? But like, let them go go crazy, to be honest. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, um, I want to throw just a couple more, right? Because we're actually here, guys, in the National Theatre. And I'm looking to my right. And there's this fantastic billboard that goes like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> and in brackets, it goes, of waiting. That's huge. Can you see it? I can see it now. Awesome. <laughs> I might take a picture of that and put it up. So if you had a billboard, like that anywhere in the world? What would it? What would you have say written on it? What would I have saying? That's yeah. a good question. Oh wow! I wasn't expecting
0: something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Addy. <Eddie>. No worries. <laughs> um, what would it be? Maybe something like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swear f yeah, no worries. f the status quo. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Do you know what I mean? So maybe something like that. You know? I like it. Um, and I'd, pro- I'd probably quo. put it, I put it like." In places where there's people who are who are struggling, do you know what I mean? Because you know, they need to be sometimes they need to
1: be told, like, you know, forget what people think about you, you know, you keep going and uh yeah, probably no. something like that. I hear that. Okay. My penultimate question before we can find you on the World Wide Web is how would you like to be remembered? Oh, another good question. Okay. Um
0: to be honest with you, I'm not really interested in like in like names or you know, I don't want people to like know me for something which is like to be famous that's not really my thing I prefer not to be in the limelight like that but I prefer the people who do know me to know that I was like quite generous with my time you know quite generous with the things that I know and have learnt mm. so that I could give them the same tools that I've been lucky to have do you know what I mean so like maybe something like that um, yeah. probably a little bit like probably cheesy or like a bit no, cliche I, but like I know, mean
1: yeah. I barely know you and I could definitely test the fact that you you are that you've put me in touch with many great people and you know Whenever we do talk, it's always blessed. It's yeah, always man. it's yeah, always man. great stuff. Always, so definitely. I really appreciate, really appreciate your time and just, you know, lending your voice to Blacktickulate. It's been a pleasure, brother. So how can we find you in the World Wide Web? And when we do, what would you like us to Good do? Good question. Good question. Okay, so I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so if you search
0: uh, Rob Campbell, you would find me there. Yeah. Um, and as well as that, you know, just feel free to connect. Send me any questions that you want to you wanna ask me. That's probably the best way to connect to me. You know, so just
1: like yeah, just feel free to connect on there. I think. Yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay, guys, I would also put down in the show notes, as you know. So, yeah, as always, guys, make me accountable because I'm always trying to make this better and better and better. So if there's any questions that for some reason you can't direct directly to Rob, give me a shout, yeah, give us a shout. You know how to get in touch with us.
0: I just want to say just quickly, like, you know, fair play to Addy for what he's been doing with you know, It's an amazing initiative, amazing podcast, and it's about us sharing that knowledge um, with each other and I think you know it should go like it should go a lot like further than that it should go bigger you know the more people that listen to us the better so we should get sharing this
1: and I appreciate that thank you very much for blessing us once again hey guys We really appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback, please leave it in the comment section below. Also, all the info about the guests, the links and the resources we speak about will be in the description below. And last but not least, please, please, please do get in touch if you can teach us how you do what it is you do. Because after all, Black BlackTiculate is all about empowering and upskilling the community. Thanks, guys. You're the best. See you soon.